All right, I'm frustrated. Ah, I feel like a bull in a china shop with this one. I'm frustrated because it's supposed to be Mailbox Monday. This is Monday's episode of Breakthrough Marketing Secrets where I answer your questions about copywriting, marketing, business building, all that good stuff. But when I look at the questions that I've been getting in my mailbox, I mean, I don't know, I think a lot of you are coming from the right place, but I'm just not inspired to answer them because I don't see people out there taking action and asking questions about the action that they're taking. Maybe that's because if you listen to my fundamental advice of go out there, take action, you don't need to ask as many questions because you figure it out, right? But I get a lot of questions from people that are you know, clearly not taking action. And so you know, at the risk of this just feeling like a rant, Let's cover this in today's episode. Uh, the, the official title that I have here is It's Not Your Fault. Or is it? Or is it? So like, I just, I just did this video. I did this video and I said, there's a reason not to hire beginners. That was recent episode, right? There's a reason not to hire beginners. And I explained like, okay, there's a reason that people don't hire beginners. And it actually makes a lot of logical sense. And if you're a beginner, you have to actually counter the objections that come from hiring beginners. And notably, when I had no experience in marketing and copywriting, I managed to get a full-time marketing job that I held for four years and helped grow the company like three, four times over during the course of that time. Right? When I was a beginner, I went from nothing, from discovering copywriting to having a full-time job that was the foundation for a successful career within three or four months, okay? Because I took action. And what I was saying is there's a reason people really hesitate to hire people in that situation. Because most people will come back month after month, year after year, and they'll be wanting to do the thing instead of doing the thing, right? And so this person complains, somebody who I think has been in my universe for a while, this person complains in a comment, says, funny how easy this is to say when you are no longer a beginner or wannabe, as you call this. Just remember what they say about the word you use so frequently in this video, assume. Okay, passive aggressive jab there, right? Like, okay, how about instead of commenting on my video, and saying like, you know, throwing your passive aggressiveness at me, how about you take responsibility for becoming somebody who is no longer a beginner, somebody who has more experience, somebody who figures out what it's going to take, right? It's not your fault or is it? How to sell to wannabes and losers. I'm, I'm just, you know, pulling a china shop here, right? If I wanna to sell to people who are wannabes, if I wanna to sell to people who are losers, I'm going to take, I'm gonna adopt this, this uh, attitude, this perspective of it's not your fault, it's their fault, it's someone else's fault, someone else's to blame. Oh, there's this big conspiracy against you, right? Maybe you've seen that in the mainstream media recently. Maybe you've seen that in politics recently. Oh, somebody else, some outsider is to blame, some other, is to blame. It's not that you're a freaking loser. It's that somebody else is to blame, right? They're the reason that you can't get what you want. Maybe, maybe, maybe. But if you 
completely succumb to that mentality, you're not gonna do the things that make you successful. You're not going to constantly be experimenting, iterating, learning, figuring it out, taking action, failing sometimes because you didn't take the right action, learning what that wrong action was, not doing that again, trying something else, figuring out that that works, and then doing what works more often, testing more things to figure out what else works and what doesn't work, not doing what doesn't work, and repeating what does, and taking responsibility for your own success. And yes, there's a million factors. Yes, we live in this vastly interdependent world where we cannot separate ourselves from everything going on around us. Yes, sometimes things that are completely outside of our control will hold us back. Yes, sometimes people, people outside of our control will hold us back. But the reality is that the world is awash with massive amounts of opportunity, even if the economy's down, even if there's like struggles going on in the marketplace, there's a ton of opportunity out there. There's a ton of opportunity for people to get started today and figure out how to make a success of themselves. And you can't sit around blaming other people. You can't sit around saying, oh, it's easy for you to say, because that's not going to get you the productive result that you want. I'm sorry, you think it's not your fault, but it probably is, actually. There's this politically incorrect observation from Dan Kennedy that I think of in the context of all of this. And when I went looking for this, you know, I associate it with Dan Kennedy, but maybe it was Cabot Robert, who I, I understand Dan Kennedy knew uh, through the National Speakers Association or somebody else before them, because there's nothing new under the sun. And so many of these ideas are just recycled. The observation, the, the, the quote is, most people are walking around umbilical cord in hand looking for a new place to plug it in. Most people are walking around umbilical cord in hand looking for a new place to plug it in. And like when we are babies, before we enter the world, when we're in our mom's stomach and we are plugged into the umbilical cord, like we have everything taken care of. We're in this warm place, this comfortable place, right? And existing in the world, where we don't have everything taken care of, where we're not warm and comfortable all the time, is hard. It's hard. Yes, welcome to being human, welcome to existence, welcome to like life, right? You can't go backwards there. You can't plug your umbilical cord into someone else and have them feed you everything that you need to know to be successful. This is part of the reason that I'm not answering another Mailbox Monday question today because I feel like so many of the questions that I see there, I, I, I'm just like spinning my wheels because it's it's like people are are trying to give, trying to get me to give them exactly what they need to do to succeed. And I'll tell you what it is, it's go try the things that I'm telling you, go take action, figure out what if it works for you, what doesn't, what you can make work for you, what you can't make work for you, repeat the things that work, stop doing the things that don't, or try to optimize, try to increase the performance of the things that don't work as well the first time around as you want them to. That's the ultimate secret to success. It's to take responsibility for figuring it out and yes, use all the resources available. Use every resource that you can tap into. Use my free content. Pay me a bunch of money for, for uh, training. Pay me money for being a consultant. You know, write me a $100,000 check and we can chat for a while, right? And we can chat about that 
and we can talk about this and I can tell you, do this, do this, do this, right? And you can figure out what works and then we can talk about what works and what didn't work, right? But even then, you need to be the one doing it. Like, I'm not here for you to plug your umbilical cord into. It's not your fault. Nah, it probably, it probably actually is. Let me tell you a real life story from a real life winner. A friend of mine, Joshua, copywriter, uh, he came to my financial copywriters workshop. I actually tried to convince him that he wasn't qualified for it yet because he didn't have enough experience, but he talked me into it. He said, take my money, uh, you won't regret it. And um, uh, by the way, I didn't, and now he's a very successful financial copywriter when he didn't really have any experience in financial copywriting beforehand. So anyways, uh, when I hold these little workshops and events in Lincoln, and it's been a few years, uh, when I hold them, typically what I do is I connect with a local restaurant and I have a friend who is a sommelier at one of the, the best wine cellars in Nebraska. And, you know, I know what that sounds like, uh, <laughs> but he puts on these excellent paired dinners. I say, Charlie, just do your thing and make an experience of it. And, you know, here's our budget per plate and just give us something awesome, right? And he does, and we have these great conversations and great food and great wine. And uh, actually, I don't think Joshua had any wine, but great conversations and great food. And uh, at one point, we're sitting there talking, and Joshua says, I don't get it when someone gets started in this industry or any industry, and they start saying, oh, I can't find clients. I can't find clients. I don't know what to do to get clients because and this is Joshua speaking, remember, when I got started as a copywriter, basically what I did was I realized if I'm not writing copy for clients, then I have a lot of time available to go talk to clients, to knock on doors, literally, virtually, metaphorically, but to go knock on doors, to introduce myself to people, to offer my copywriting services. And so that's what I did. I just took all the time that I would spend writing copy for clients and I used that to prospect for business. I knocked on doors, I talked to people, I made offers for copywriting services and then I got a client and then I did the work and then I kept knocking on doors. And he did that and he created a lot of initial momentum as a copywriter. He went from beginner to working professional copywriter in almost no time because he said, I'm going to do what it takes. I'm going to take responsibility, right? And now he's like a copy chief for, for a big financial publisher or something like, I haven't checked in exactly what his title is recently, but he's been on this like rocket ship ride ever since then of success because that's what people who get on that rocket ship ride do. They do what it takes. They say, yeah, it is my fault if I haven't achieve the success that was possible to me yet, like regardless of circumstances, regardless of where I'm at, regardless of any advantages or disadvantages that I'm starting with, I can at least do the work of figuring this out and figuring out what's going to work for me, right? Here's another observation that will or might make you uncomfortable. Uh, my old boss, Jeff, very smart at marketing, at business. Uh, he also listens to most of these episodes, so hi, Jeff. <laughs> Every time that I'm answering one of these questions in Mailbox Monday and I talk about getting clients to copywriters, to marketers, 
Well, maybe not. He, he doesn't necessarily contact me every time, but I'm pretty sure he thinks it every time. Uh, in the past, he's contacted me and said, Roy, these people are supposed to be selling services as marketers. They're trying to sell services as marketers. They're trying to sell services as copywriters. And yet they're asking you to tell them how to market their own services. You would think that they might apply some of the skills that they would eventually sell to clients to figure their stuff out. And if they don't figure their stuff out, maybe they shouldn't be selling those services to clients, right? This is somebody who's been very successful in marketing, many businesses, many industries, in business leadership. And he's got a point. He's got a point. Like, you can't ask for my permission to go do these things. You can't ask me to give you an exact plan because I'm not going to be there every single time. Unless you pay me a whole lot of money. So go take action, right? It may not be perfect action. You may fail. You probably will fail a few times and that'll be okay, right? Like you got to go out there and figure this stuff out on your own. Even if I'm telling you what to do, you have to figure out how to apply that advice in your business, with your clients, with like your situation, right? And if you're not gonna, if you're not gonna take responsibility for that, if you're gonna, not gonna take responsibility for figuring this stuff out, then it is your fault, right? I'm not gonna tell you it's not your fault. So yeah, like this is supposed to be Mailbox Monday, but when I'm getting yet another question that's basically the same thing, over and over again. And I know that if I record that episode, Jeff's going to say like, aren't those the services that people are selling to clients, like trying to sell to those same clients they're trying to get, right? If, if Jeff's going to call it a bad question, I'm not excited about answering it. I'm sorry. All right. I don't know. This is a rant. I hope somebody has found it motivating in the right way. I hope somebody's found it valuable. I don't know. I probably pissed off just as many people as I've provided value to. But um, what I'll say here at this point is it's time to take responsibility and take action. Something's got to change. It's got to be you. It's got to be now. Something's got to change. It's got to be you. And it's got to be now. Do with that what you will. Check out the links in the description if you want more valuable content. And uh, my name is Roy Fur. I'll see you again in the next episode, I suppose. See you soon. Bye. Thank you once again for tuning in to this daily episode of Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Remember, check out the links with this episode for even more value. Now make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe, and engage in every way you can to keep this show going and growing and delivering daily value to you. I'll catch you soon for your next big breakthrough.